What's going on, sports fans? Got another good one for you today. Today I'm going to be previewing the Super Bowl, and then I'm going to cover a topic I've covered before briefly on the podcast, but I think I need to just cover more now, which is the Bill Belichick slander. I really think that the the slander and the people coming out here and saying that, oh, it was all Tom Brady, Bill Belichick doesn't, Bill Belichick isn't the Patriot way, or people didn't want to go play for Bill, they wanted to play for Tom, and that's directed at um, Rex Ryan and Danny Amendola, who both came out and said comments along those lines, and I take it more legitimately from Danny Amendola than I do Rex Ryan. I think Rex Ryan's comments are out of pure spite for Bill Belichick. I think for some reason along the way, either Bill Belichick wronged him or he just has a lot of hate for Bill Belichick and he just wants to see him not succeed. And then Danny Amendola, he did play for the Patriots. He had a significant role um, on that team for a little bit. So I do take his comments more serious, but I still believe that both comments are a little out there saying that Bill Belichick really wasn't the reason the Patriots had success. It was Tom Brady. But we'll get into that later. So let's get into the Super Bowl preview. Super Bowl is set. It's between the Buccaneers and Chiefs. It's the first time in the history of the NFL any team will have home field advantage in the Super Bowl. And that's the Buccaneers. They're playing down in Tampa. Should be a really fun game to watch between these two very powerful offenses with defenses that probably don't get enough credit. I mean, Todd Bowles has done a great job with that defense in Tampa. They will blitz the crap out of any quarterback. And then we know that Chris Jones and Tyron Matthew and that Chiefs defense can also make really big plays and play make plays when they really when the Chiefs really need them to. So I think defenses don't get enough credit in this game and I could certainly see them somewhere in during this game playing a very large role, a big part and maybe the reason that whoever wins does win is because of the defense made a play. But I want to get into, you know, looking dissecting these two offenses. I mean, you're looking at two amazing quarterbacks. You're looking at the greatest quarterback of all time in Tom Brady, who has the most Super Bowl appearances, most Super Bowl wins. He has every statistic when it comes to the playoffs you could ever want. I mean, the dude is just amazing. He is the greatest quarterback of all time to play. And then on the other side, you have a dude with an amazing arm talent, um, comparable to I mean the only people you can compare that to is Aaron Rodgers um, Brett Favre and Josh Allen just dudes with super strong arms like that but it's not a strong arm that really is why he's so great it's the fact that he just for some reason this dude when he throws the ball it's 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 amazing he just knows where to put the ball he gets it there and he's got amazing weapons around him and he's I mean, if he wins this game, he's got two Super Bowl wins before the age of 26. He's on track to win a crazy amount of Super Bowls. So you've got two great quarterbacks, but we already know that. But you look at the weapons around these two guys, and it's hard to, you know, think how they cannot be great. And starting at the running back position, it's probably the least thought of positions on both these two teams. You have Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones for Tampa. Then you have Daryl Williams, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and Le'Veon Bell for KC. And while, you know, the quarterbacks steal the show and the receivers and tight ends, 
these running backs play a very crucial role for both these teams. And I could see them playing a very big part in the Super Bowl because both teams have such high-powered offenses when they do get a lead and they get the ball back, if that does happen at some point in this game, which I imagine it will, or if they just want to drain the clock because they don't want the other opponent to have that much time, they're going to lean on these running backs. And let me tell you, if these running backs start to have success, it could blow this game wide open for either team. Moving on from the running backs, though, then we get into wide receiver positions. I mean, if you when you look at KC, obviously you think of Tyree Kill, but they have some depth there, too. I mean, they have McCole Hardman. Sammy Watkins, I believe, is going to play in this game. They have Demarcus Robinson. Like, those two, those three guys, they're not the greatest receivers in the world, but they have crazy amounts of speed, especially McCole Hardman and Demarcus Robinson. And then Sammy Watkins, he's just, he's a veteran. He knows how to catch the ball. He had a great Super Bowl performance in the last Super Bowl. So I'm expecting big things out of that receiving core. And then obviously on Tampa side of things, you have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rock, uh, um, Scotty Miller, Antonio Brown, like those guys. They're also an incredible um, um, group of receivers with an incredible amount of talent. I mean, Mike Evans, I really think he doesn't get enough credit, and it might be because of injuries, or maybe it's because he's had Jameis Winston and some other awful and some awful quarterbacks throwing him the ball for his career. But let me tell you, that guy is a stud. And then Chris Godwin, who's came on in the past couple of years, he is a, he's amazing as well. And then Scotty Miller. He's got Tyreek Hill speed. He claims that he's faster than Tyreek. I don't know if that's true or not, but this dude is like another Tyreek Hill. He's built small. He can run past anyone. So, it's, I mean, they have a incredible um, group of receivers on that Tampa team. And then you get into the tight ends. You've got Rob Gronkowski, one of the best tight ends to ever do it, with Cameron Brait. in there, too. Cameron Brait does not get enough credit. That dude is a dog at the tight end tight end position but those two tight ends are great now Robert Gronkowski has certainly not had the amount of success that he had earlier on in his career with Tom Brady but he's still a solid tight end and he can he can explode at any moment we've seen splashes of old Gronk this season and I think if Gronk was going to show up at any point it would be in the Super Bowl the biggest game well um, I believe the last Patriots Super Bowl that you know he got a ring for he didn't get to play but let me tell you when Gronk plays he's he's a dog he's going to make you guard him and make you pay if you don't and so I'm really excited to see him in this game because he hasn't been able to play in a Super Bowl in a couple years and then on the other side you have the best tight end in the league right now and Travis Kelsey or one of the two best tight ends I do think George Kittle is better than Travis Kelsey Obviously, the stats don't support that, but there's just something about George Kittle that I really like, and maybe it's just my personal preference, but I really think George Kittle is better, and if the 49ers can make a move to get that guy a quarterback, he could he could explode, I mean, and really just break all the records that Travis Kelsey broke this season. So you're looking at two really good tight ends with, <clears throat> or three really good tight ends when you Look at Rob Gronkowski, Cameron Brait, and Travis Kelsey. Just another element to these teams that you have to account for. This is, this game is going to be really hard on these defenses, and that's why I say whoever wins this game, it might just come down to what defense makes that play, what defense shows up and 
you know, gets an interception or stops them on third or fourth down or who allows the least amount of third down conversions. I really think this game is going to come down to which defense is going to make a play because I think this game is going to be high scoring. I could easily see them getting in the high 20s, low 30s, or even beyond that because I I think I truly do think that these offenses are just that incredible that we could see a really exciting Super Bowl like that. Moving on to another topic that, you know, has been discussed about the Super Bowl is that Patrick Mahomes, does Patrick Mahomes have to win this game if he ever wants to be considered the GOAT? And I think that answer is absolutely yes. Patrick Mahomes is, he lost to Tom Brady in the AFC Championship some years back, a couple years back, and now he's playing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. If he loses the Tom, say Tom gets seven, and somehow Patrick Mahomes is able to get seven Super Bowls or even eight, he gets one more than Tom Brady. I still don't think he can be considered the GOAT because he lost to Tom on the biggest stages. Now, while there are other elements involved in those games, I think when you're looking at the GOAT status, Patrick Mahomes cannot eclipse Tom Brady if he loses to him in this game. Now, moving on from that, though, people have to stop acting like Tom Brady is the sole reason that the Buccaneers are in this Super Bowl, and they've got to stop acting like Tom Brady played an amazing game against the Packers. Listen here. Tom Brady is an incredible player. Like I've already said, he's the greatest quarterback of all time, but let's stop acting like he's just played lights out and he's the only reason the Buccaneers are there. I just gave you a bunch of reasons why the Buccaneers are in the Super Bowl. It's called their offense. It is stacked with weapons upon weapons. And now Tom Brady is a large part of that. He's played a great season, but these, I mean, against the Packers, he threw three interceptions in the second half and then two in the fourth so let's stop acting like oh Tom Brady can't do anything wrong I am the biggest advocate for Tom Brady being the greatest quarterback of all time and that you know he's he's that guy there's no one better than him but let's stop acting like current Tom Brady is just you know unworldly and is playing at an elite level and all that Tom Brady is playing at a very good level of football but this is not the best Tom Brady we've seen and throwing three and you know if they ended up losing that game against the Packers Brady would be scrutinized like crazy for throwing three interceptions just as Drew Brees was for throwing three interceptions against the Bucks. so let's stop acting like Tom Brady is the sole reason the Buccaneers are there Yes, he is a very large part of why they're there, but no, he's not the sole reason. That defense, that team is coached well, that defense is amazing, has a lot of weapons on it, and then that offense has a lot of weapons. I mean, that's the reason Tom Brady left the Patriots is because they didn't have any weapons, and so he went to Tampa, they got him weapons, and you know he showed what he can do when he has weapons, but let's not say, that, oh, the only reason Tom Brady, I mean, the only reason the Bucks are there is because of Tom Brady. Now, this moves me into my second topic, which is why the Bill Belichick slander should stop. It, it has to stop, people. Let's I get it. People that have hated the Patriots for years and hated Bill Belichick, they can't hate on Tom Brady right now because he's in the Super Bowl, right? He went and did it without someone named Bill Belichick. But this does not give you a reason to be like, oh, Bill sucks. It's Bill's not the reason the Patriots were good. He had no part in that, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. Stop it. The Patriots finished 7-9 and nine on this season while 
that's not good, especially by Patriot standards, which that Patriot standard was built both by Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Don't just act like the Patriot way is Tom Brady. It's Bill Belichick, too, and the Patriot way is still there. But they finished 7-9, and nine, which is a respectable record. And especially when you look at that team, you wonder how on earth did this team win seven games? And then a couple of the games that they lost were like one score, last second field goals. Bad plays by the offense that ended up costing them the game. So stop acting like, oh, the Patriots are going to be bad now for years and years. No, the Patriots are going to be in Super Bowl contention next year. You can quote me on that. They will be in Super Bowl contention next year and Bill Belichick is going to Bill Belichick has not received slander like this his whole career and now that you've given Bill Belichick a ton of money and you've pissed him off people better watch out this Patriots team is going to play with a fire lit under them and I am scared for anyone any team that has them on the schedule because the Patriots are going to be Super Bowl contenders next year now, beyond the record of the season 7-9, and nine, you're like, well, Jess, that's not a good record. Bill Belichick sucks. Well, let's dive deeper into it, shall we? Cam Newton, the Patriots' starting quarterback, threw eight touchdowns this season and 10 interceptions. Now, any other quarterback in the league had done that for any other coach, that team probably would have finished with a top three or top five draft pick it is amazing that the Patriots were able to win seven games with a quarterback playing at that awful of a level now Cam Newton did have 12 rushing touchdowns but the job of the quarterback is to throw the football when defenses don't have to respect Cam Newton to throw the football it makes their job so much easier if you watched a couple Patriot games or if you even watched one you saw Cam Newton throw the ball in the dirt more times than he hit his receivers. I mean, it was that bad. But if you look beyond the Cam Newton awfulness at quarterback, you look at who they had at weapons. Jacoby Myers was their leading receiver, and he didn't have a single receiving touchdown on the season. Now let that sink in. How many other teams do you think that happened to? I'm willing to bet none. I don't know, but I'm willing to bet none because that is just a crazy stat line. This dude has the most yards. He has the most catches, but yet he has zero receiving touchdowns. That's how bad the Patriots passing game was. Julian Edelman, even to add on to that, Julian Edelman finished fourth on the team in receiving yards, and he only played six games. He played six games. And he finished fourth on the receiving yards list for this team. You want to know who third was? James White, who also missed time because of injury. And he's a dang running back, people. That's how bad this team's passing attack was. And you're going to come out here and say, oh, Bill Belichick, you suck. You're not the reason the Patriots are good. It's all Tom Brady. Look, Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl. And Bill, you're not even in the playoffs. No, you're you're insane. You're not looking at the facts. You're not analyzing if you're out here saying that. Now, Tom Brady had a large part to do with the Patriots' success, just as he does the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' success. But to say that the Patriot way left with Tom Brady, or the fact that now, it might be true what Rex Ryan said, that nobody wanted to go play for Bill. They wanted to play with Tom Brady. 
I don't know if that's true or not because, you know, Bill's not a big, fun guy, but everyone likes to go win. And there's no doubt in your mind with those two together that they were going to win. So I don't think it was that all the players just wanted to go play with Tom. I'm sure that was a draw, but it was also a draw that they wanted to go win. And you know who was a part of that winning culture that was built? Bill Belichick. So stop acting like it's just Tom. Bill Belichick has won the most Super Bowls of any coach ever. Now you're going to come at me and say, Jess, all those Super Bowls were with Tom Brady. All his appearances were with Tom Brady. You can't fault Bill Belichick for basically lucking into having one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But also, I think Bill Belichick built Tom Brady. I don't think he's the sole reason Tom Brady's successful, obviously. I think Tom Brady was driven and... He's a, I mean, the biggest part of his own success, but being in a Bill Belichick team and being around that winning culture and having that strong backbone of a head coach to fall back on whenever Tom would struggle, that's, that's why Tom Brady is who he is. Bill, you can't have Tom Brady, you can't mention Tom Brady's greatness without mentioning Bill Belichick. That is why people want to hate on Bill Belichick because they can't hate on Tom Brady right now and people hate greatness so they're going to hate on Bill Belichick they're going to say oh they're going to try to discredit all of Bill's work and that's just simply not the case like I said he's won the most Super Bowls ever six of them Tom Brady's won six they were all together but they were equal parts in that and at least in my mind Bill Belichick coached those defenses especially in the earlier parts of Tom Brady's career when they were winning Super Bowls while Tom Brady was playing at a very good level an elite level Bill Belichick was also have coaching these amazing defenses with amazing players on Hall of Famers so stop acting like it was just Tom Brady now this team has the third most cap coming into the season I've mentioned this before they're going to go get a quarterback. I don't know who it is, who it's going to be. They might go get Jameis Winston. They might make a big trade. They might trade up to go draft, dude. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't see them trading up to draft a quarterback because I think they this team is ready to win now. They're going to get Dante Hightower and Patrick Chung back from COVID reserves next season, most likely. And they're going to be a dangerous team. Super Bowl contenders. They're going to go signed receivers. They're going to probably beef up that offensive line, which wasn't that bad. And they're going to get a quarterback that doesn't throw the ball straight into the dirt and can throw the ball beyond 10 yards. And they're going, that's all they need, people. That's all this team needs to be back in Super Bowl contention. So stop saying it's only Tom. Bill Belichick is just as much as part of Tom Brady's success as Tom Brady was a part of his success. Okay? So the Bill Belichick slander has just got to stop, people. It's got to stop. Bill is the real deal. I know that sounds corny, but it, it it's true. Bill is the greatest coach to do it ever. And if he wins another one without Tom Brady, you know what people are going to do? They're going to go hate on Tom. They're going to be like, oh. Tom, and especially if Tom Brady loses a Super Bowl, they're going to be like, oh. Tom couldn't win a Super Bowl without Bill. But Bill could do it without Tom. And then you're, he'll hear a bunch of Tom Brady slander. And I'll discredit that too. Just accept their greatness. Accept they're both great. To Accept that they were the best ever together. And that they're both great separately. And we're done. Thank you guys for listening uh, to another episode of The Blitz. Remember to follow me 
um, on Twitter at Jesse K. Bellamy or any of the streaming platforms you're listening on. And I'll see you guys next time on The Blitz. Mm-hmm.